Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the Late Night Podcast. Um, we have a, a new guest, uh, Mr. Will Tamarowski. Will, how are you? I'm good. Awesome. Hopefully, you're hanging in quarantine nicely. Yeah, we're, we're all just chilling at the house and stuff. Not really going out. Okay. That was respectable. Yeah. Um, in this episode, we're also joined by David, a very good and an old guest of ours, and your co-host, Peter. How are we doing, guys? Doing good. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Very nice. Okay, so um, Will, since this is your first time on the podcast, yeah. uh, Peter and I do this thing where we ask everyone, "How's their week? How's everyone doing?" Just to make sure that yeah. you know we all know where we were for the past couple of days. So, how are you? How have you been? How's your week? Uh, I've been fine. This past week, I've just been at home doing programming and stuff on my computer because I'm working on a few projects of mine that I. I'm hoping they will be successful soon. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, a little prior to the podcast, you had mentioned that you did, or you were hired at Caltech. Yes. If you don't know where Caltech is, that is a very prestigious university in uh, California. And so you were hired there. And I was learning and doing Python programming with some professors there, and they were teaching me along the way. And we worked on a few projects relating to space and the environment, such as like one of the projects we did is where you take like a few billion pictures of galaxies and stars, and we made a program that would analyze them all and group them in specific categories and such. That's pretty cool. Well, what's Python programming? It's one of the, Python is one of the more popular programming languages. People use it for all kinds of things like web development, um, tools for security, um, applications on your phone. It's it's a it's one it's one of those programming languages that people who are in computer science have to know because it's the most widespread and most used one. Would you say it's one of the most essential uh, languages in coding? Python is Python and HTML and Java. Okay, wow. Okay, that's crazy because yeah. this is like the first time we've ever had like a coder on the podcast. <laughs> We're also a little newer, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, so very cool. So you have a lot of expertise with uh, computers and programming and stuff of that nature. Yes. You have a, I thought personally, I thought, uh, you you showed us something really cool. Yeah. Um, what Will had showed us was a phishing site. Yeah. That you that you told us about it. Yeah. Uh, and the perpetrators were trying to, uh, put a face of Chase Bank. Mm-hmm. And. Will told us that the, um, what is it, the HTML address was? No, that's the web, web address. It, it said chase-mobile.localx.io. It looks very, it's very closely affiliated with Chase. It, like, it looks almost exactly like Chase's web address, which is usually security.chase.com. And so what a lot of hackers can do, they'll make a fake page that looks exactly like Chase's page, and they'll use a web address that's very similar to Chase's web address. And when there's two ways that they can get this link out to steal people's bank logs, they can either use a U.S. phone list and send out texts like a, a bunch of people, like a couple thousand at once, telling them that they have security issues with their account and to log in. Or they can email out a fake email template and spoof an email address that looks like Chase's email and get people's bank login that way. And what they do with the bank logins, there's a few things. Because when hackers do this, they, they, make like, they get like 50 bank logs in one day if they spam like 10,000 phones or emails. And each bank login sells for around $60 on the web, or you can log in and try to wire transfer to a bank drop. And how this works 
in general is when you log into the page, it doesn't just take your login info. They also need your user agent, your cookies, and your IP address because Chase knows that people do this, but they also don't know that people have taken in more effort to log into people's accounts because they have two-factor authentication, but you can bypass that if you spoof their IP address and their user agent exactly. You don't need their email access or anything in order to log in. You just have to spoof the user agent that they're using and you can log into their account. That is fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not I I I'm trying to like lessen the cursing, but that is yeah. insane. Yeah. So I guess to everyone out there, daily reminder, please check all your passwords and things of tech because there are people who want your info. It's yes. worth so I've seen it happen on Instagram. Same format. They use the oh, Instagram yeah. people, our own friends. They, they've fallen for it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, they, they hacked your thing. They, <laughs> they, hacked, hacked, they hacked your account. They're like, I, I check think, out what I yeah, did with that's, your picture. That's <laughs> what, I think that's what David was alluding to. Was yeah. um, I actually wasn't thinking about yours. I was thinking about other people. That's... It's funny happening to you too. <laughs> you your whole entire page. Um, that was kind of unnecessary, but <laughs> I mean, uh, a noteworthy event. My uh, people of the podcast know this, so thank you, Will. That yeah. so kind of insane, but they, mm-hmm. it's ni- nice to see someone out there is watching out for yeah. the little guys who are not trying to get hacked. Uh, David, how's your week been so far? Um, it's been. It's been good. You know, the gym's opened up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> the gym's opened up. It's not fully opened up, so it's, like, basically every other machine. They check your temperature when you walk in. and Oh, they yeah, did that got, to me at the dentist. Yeah, they, got, they used a fun – what's that machine called? I don't know it's what. It's pretty cool. They, they just, like, float it above your forehead. Yeah. And it's it's real nice. Like use masks. Yeah. Hand sanitizers all over the place. Like, they put it all over yeah. the place. and. No, but basketball was open, and it said you can only there's only individual activity allowed. So that that got me hyped, I guess. And so, so there first was day I so sh- you couldn't like scrimmage. No, wow. so it was open, so you could shoot. And the next day I go with more people, and they it's completely closed. They put tape on it. I guess people weren't following it. I don't, I don't know. Just so another hiatus, I guess. So people are going insane because they want to play basketball. I'm sure, I'm sure the people didn't scrimmage. I'm, I'm pretty sure like they realized people are still in contact with the same ball and like they're still close to each other. So it doesn't matter. Well, now you can focus on getting ripped. <laughs> no, I, was watching, I was watching this guy. So, so it's basically every other machine. I saw this pretty smart guy. He's my, he's my neighbor actually. So he, well, the, the machines are marked and it says you can't use this one's out of service which is basically like to signify so you take the paper put it on the machine that's primarily used and you just sit down on like the fresh one <laughs> <laughs> okay so relabeling just so you can use the yeah, new machine yeah the wor- worker because i started using the one after i started using it after him and the worker's like wait this one's not supposed to be open I'm like, I, don't, I don't know bro okay so for those of you who don't know jim is back jim is back um peter how was your week it's all right man uh nothing new actually there's a lot new going on in the world but nothing new domestically in my household that's right yeah beside mom taking a vacation well yeah taking her time for herself yeah I'm, i'm glad she's out and about Anyway, so uh, so a lot of good stuff planned for this episode. Um, I wanted so we brought in Will because we wanted to talk a little more about 
things like cybersecurity and a lot of tech stuff that we don't really know about. Because let's be honest, I don't even know what an IP address is. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say it flat out. So for everyone out there who has no idea, we brought in Will. Um, <laughs> Will's your guy. He's better than the genius or the geek squad, like tenfold. So um, Peter's told me so much about the yeah. stuff that you have done. Mm-hmm. Which is, to me, is bizarre. <laughs> so um, I want to start off this discussion with something a little on the, I don't want to say controversial because it hasn't reached airwaves yet. Yeah. And and Peter and David, please feel free to contribute. But um, I want to discuss artificial intelligence. We did speak about this mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes, but I wanted, you know, your a, a little bit of your enlightenment. Yeah. So what is... So you told me that AI is a little much more broader than we think it is. Yes. So, you know, go go off that. Like. So basically with artificial intelligence, the definition for artificial intelligence, there's different ones. The most, the one to me is artificial intelligence is a computer system that can create its own response based on your reactions. Alexa, Siri, and the Google voice thing, I don't really consider it as artificial intelligence, although many other people consider it as artificial intelligence, because the responses they make are not necessarily generated by themselves. Like you can't have a conversation with Alexa like that or anything. It's it's not really viable because it has a set response. It, it, how Alexa and such work is they use machine learning, which is computer algorithms that learn and build off each other. And it, basically how, how it works is that they just code in a bunch of different responses. Like there's a lot of programming into it. And Alexa can learn off its own, off experiences with its user because it can learn your voice and such. But it's I don't still don't consider it real artificial intelligence because it's not like really making up its own responses and such because it still has a set program that's based off code that the developers made. So what you're saying is because... It's so what you're saying in your eyes is that it's not considered artificial intelligence because mm-hmm. its programming is it, its programming is fixed. Yeah. So you can't. So it doesn't. I guess yeah. in in a way evolve mm-hmm. like out of that. Like you know set. how when you ask like Alexa like really weird questions, it just doesn't answer back. Like it'll say, "I'm sorry, I didn't get that." You know. Oh, so like if I ask it like. Um, mm-hmm. We should actually plug that in and no, check it out. Well, uh, yeah, it'll, uh, it will. Um, and most of its responses, it's based off like Google and such. Like it'll search up the question you ask and it'll give you the answer. So it doesn't give... Okay, that's interesting. So it'll search up... Yeah. It'll ma- it'll basically search up our question. Yeah, if you've ever oh. used Siri, like when you ask a question, it just displays oh, yeah, a bunch you. of links, right? That's true. Yeah. It doesn't give you its own generated response. It just gives you a bunch of links and reads you the definition off Wikipedia or something. So what do you consider artificial intelligence? What I, what I said like about artificial intelligence, for to me, artificial intelligence would have to be a computer that can completely respond with its own thought process. And that's super, super complex. I don't think there's that's like viable right now. I know they've been talking about how that one robot, Sophia, and how like it's got its own thought process, but I'm not too familiar with how that one works. I think it may be an extension of Alexa, except with more programming involved into it, but I'm not too sure on whether that would be like considered real artificial intelligence or not. But even so, like artificial intelligence in general, it's something that people can't really understand. 
you try to learn more and more about it, it's like a rabbit hole. You keep digging and digging deeper in it. People don't know because it's such a super complex topic that like people can't really work with, you know, because it's it doesn't like really, really exist yet. So what you're saying is everything I've seen in the movies is fake. So it's not real <laughs> yet. Not real yet. Oh. Oh, so you're saying that because we have developed this tech, yeah. it's still a possible reality. It's a it's a very possible reality. It's going to get there eventually. Like, for example, it will definitely get here if quantum computers become a real thing. And if you don't know what a quantum computer is, so basically what a regular computer is, is it reads everything in ones and zeros, right? It has set value, which is one and zero. All right, what a quantum computer does is it can have a set value of both a one and a zero at the same time. Meaning that you could have a way, way more powerful computer set in one area and it could have way more response time and it's much quicker than a regular computer. It's, it's more complex than that, but that's more of like a base understanding. And if quantum computers were to become more widespread and used, then artificial intelligence would definitely become real. So why doesn't everybody just get quantum computers? It's very, like very, computers? very hard to create because to have something in two states at the same time is extremely difficult. If you, if we, we learned about like quantum mechanics in class, but they don't t talk too much about it because it's super complex. But how a quantum computer works is from a different, from regular computer is it, since it has to set the value at both a one and a zero at the same time, they have to use like electrons or microscopic atoms in order to set the value. And it's, it's super complex. I'm not too familiar with how, how like the science between how it works, but I do know quantum computers display both one and zero value at the same time in binary, which means it could have a much bigger response time and more like computer speed than a regular computer. And that's how artificial intelligence would be, would become a real, real thing. You know, you just like shot information in my head. <laughs> that is, this is probably the most mind blowing thing I have ever heard. Yeah. You think it'll be weaponized once it's made? It probably will be. Yeah, trust me, the NSA is already working on that. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably already yeah, doing The main that. thing why people want quantum computers is because it can bypass encryption. Because if you know what encryption is, so for example, you have a password on your phone. Your phone is te technically encrypted until you unlock it, putting in your password. Mm -hmm. The goal, what a lot of people want to do with a quantum computer, especially the National Security Agency, is they want to decrypt like encrypted emails and messages that people send across to each other because they're they're an intelligence agency. They spy on people, right? Yeah. A lot of people know that they're being spied on, so they take additional efforts in order to prevent being spied on by using end-to-end -end encryption technology in order to hide their messages and such. But yeah. the main reason why people want to create the quantum computers is for the decryption thing because you can decrypt things at a much faster pace. Why don't they just use like flying pigeons to like deliver their messages? <laughs> That's like almost impossible. <laughs> You don't, like, have to, like, get the So get many the pigeons. pigeons like, <laughs> it takes time for the pigeon to reach the destination, right? Yeah. People yeah. like instant communication. That's true. Like, you know how people get mad when you don't respond within two hours of their text? Oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> people like that instant communication, so flying pigeons aren't viable anymore. That's so crazy. Dude, like, if I, we were in, like, the 1600s, <laughs> like, it would, get, it would be so long to, like... Yeah, like a hello from David if he lived, lived in, like, the other side of the world. Hello. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I think I just gained, like, 50 points of IQ just having this one conversation. This is nuts. Actually, let me... Alexa? Okay, yeah, so Alexa works now. Um, 
So before asking Alexa any uh, mm -hmm. like, try to ask it a question that like Google wouldn't have the answer to. Alexa, are my nails pink? Here's something I found from the article manicure on Wikipedia. See, it looks it the nail tips are painted white, it give while the rest of the response. nails are polished in a pink or a suitable nude shade. Alexa, question, your nails are are off. Like, like part of your nails are pink, or like the part of your finger. It might know. Yeah, but it's just but that, that's a, yeah, that's a response. It, Wikipedia, it doesn't create its own response. It searches it up for you. That's how it works. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's going to be scary, though, when we get to the point where, like, mm -hmm. technology can think for itself and talk for itself. Bro, you, that's going to be such, like, a... You know a guy from school who breaks this down, like... <laughs> dude, but it's just going to be, like, freaky. Like, they'll have, like, their own, like, thoughts. Why should it happen? If everyone's so afraid of it, why should it happen? That's fine. I mean, come on. Like, there's billions of dollars to be made from having a quantum computer. Like, they're going to want to make and, like, distribute them. And already the EU puts in a, a large amount of money in the development for one. I think they put in a billion dollars so far for the development alone. Because Sheesh. people always want faster and better computing power, right? We can see that with, like, the new introduction of 5G. So people are already trying to make quantum computers. But, like, whether it will be used for artificial intelligence or not, it's definitely going to be used for AI sometime soon. But, like, I, the main goal of a quantum computer isn't for AI. It's mostly for bypassing encryption. Well, that's at least for the National Security Agency. But for, like, private companies, maybe it'll be for AI. Do you believe in that 5G theory? That's bad. What, like it causes like radiation and makes yeah. your skin peel off? Yeah. Um, me personally, I don't think 5G would do that to you. Because it's like, extreme, but do you think it causes harm? All right, look, people said the same thing with 4G, that it's going to cause like radiation and it's going to hurt you. And I, I don't think people are really getting hit with radiation from 4G right now. I don't think 5G is more like in Europe when they try to put up the 5G towers. Yeah, I know there was there was a bunch of riots. They even they burned a couple of them down. It's I've seen videos of, of birds flying near them and they just get toast midair. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen that yet, but like I do know like the conspiracy theories are strong with the 5G that like 5G will cause the death of humanity. So you're saying we should just like chill out with 4G? 4G's fine. I'm 4G. Four, yeah. <laughs> the reason why like people want 5G is because you can have way faster internet on your phone, and people always want faster connection. I have 4G. Just be patient. So <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I guess. So I guess one question I would want to ask for someone who is very tech technologically literate. Um, so. So I just want to be clear. Fi this 4G, 5G business is all just about like. The faster internet, right? Faster internet, yeah. Okay. So is there going to be a point where, you know, um, we're demanding a little too much? Like, like in there's like, eventually going to be a limit to how fast the internet can get. Right. It's going to happen. Like, there's always a limit to the speed. Like, you, we can see that with cars. Like, they're trying to push to go, like, past 300 miles per hour with some of those supercars, and it's getting harder and harder. There's going to be a limit where it's going to become harder and harder to push the limits. But right now we're nowhere near that limit. Nowhere near that limit. Just that's scary. That's that's very scary. So I wanna I wanna take this discussion one step further. Mm -hmm. um, a very big topic nowadays is that everyone is worried about their privacy, yeah. um, what they're being looked up. I know a bunch mm -hmm. of websites use cookies and you know other sort of desserts and stuff. Yeah. But um, on the topic of AI, 
Um, what is your opinion of in implementing AI into society now? Like, if they're to implement it? Yeah, so... Dude, this would be the, the worst time to implement AI. I mean... If, I, if honestly, they had their own uh, thoughts and, like, they could, like, make their own morals. I feel like where AI would be um, useful would probably be more for, like, more things that require more mathematical skills and stuff, like for engineering and creating, like, um, for, like, let's say um, a company building a plane, right? AI would be useful in that where it could create, like, the algorithm and the design for the plane, you know, because it would be quicker and it has access to the internet yeah. and it can have its own response and it's generated from a mathematical equation. So I think, like, it'll be better in that area, but we, we haven't seen, like, real AI, like, be in use yet, so we really don't know. And it'll take people's jobs. Yeah, it's all technology is always going to take people's jobs. Like, it's it's also going to make new ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like if we had like AI technology now, like updated to its potential, and we implemented it in like U.S. society now, it would depend on where it's implemented because there's some areas where it's useful and some areas where it's not, and there's also a limit where like you can't rely on technology too much. Yeah. Especially nowadays, it's yes, it, yeah. it's detrimental to people. So, okay, so that's scary. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess so. I think the conclusion I can draw from your argument is that uh, AI would be better put to use in terms of production. Yeah, goods productions and mm -hmm. and I think they already have like some form of it, but it's not like true AI. It's more just like really advanced computer algorith algorithms that can do work for people. Like, you know, if you've seen a car factory, like, they have all the oh, yeah, they have together and stuff. Like, that's that's mainly the area where I can see it in the, in the industrial field. So, sorry. So, um, I want to turn this, I want to turn this debate over and I want to, so uh, let's open it up to three literally technologically illiterate men who know nothing about computers and things of that nature. So, uh, let's start with you, David. So, what do you think... Um, how do you think AI would impact, you know, say if all protests, everything, everything aside, society is just sort of calmed down. We're going about our business life. Quarantine is done. Everything is like normal. So what would you, so implementing AI, what do you think will happen? What I think will happen. I just think it's unnecessary. I think it's just unnecessary money spent. Like Will said, for mathematics and stuff, that's fine. But on the greater scale, I don't see a point. You should be helping places that have zero technology rather than just trying to do unnecessary stuff like that. So, like, dump, like, calculators mm -hmm. and old iPhones into the uh, Amish communities. Or just places <laughs> that are less fortunate and invest in, like, not even in yeah. the U.S. Just mm -hmm. Like in Africa places, or places like Yeah, that. places that have zero technology or very basic technology okay we don't need to push the boundaries and they have little barely anything so you might as well just give it to them okay um that's i i would think that's a sound uh proposition what do you think pete yeah I, I agree with david um and will at the same time like put it into production that way it'll be like faster and easier mm -hmm. but the thing is like if, if we put like ai into production it'll like the same thing will happen uh as it did in like the when like the model t came out like everybody started to buy it 
but then there was a point where they were just making so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to happen. Like if we implement AI into production, you're going to get overproduced. Yeah, there's going to be an economic boom at first because everything's being made so quickly and people are buying it. But then there's just going to be like overproduction and then we're going to have massive landfills of things that we're not using anymore and then the economy will go down like from that. will fall because yeah. every, every everyone's job is going to be dumbed down because ai is going to be taking the hard ones but like that's that that's already kind of happening with the robotics that they're implementing in factories but like for true ai it would take like 50 years before it's actually implemented in society that is nuts so by the time that i'm 50 AI is going to be here. I mean, I think we should just yeah. use AI to, like, figure out, like, how to not die. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I could also see it using the medical field, like, just in general. I, I, can, oh, sure, yeah. I can definitely see it being used in the medical field. Like, have you seen that video of the grape surgery with the robot? Yeah. Because that's going <laughs> to happen. takes the skin off. It's going to happen. They're going to have AI doing surgery and such. That's scary. There was a Netflix documentary mm-hmm. that said... Um, there were patients that already like out the jump yeah. were rejecting the idea of a uh, robot surgery mm-hmm. performed on them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think that's, that's a, that's it's like, a, it's a radical idea. Very, very much. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm one of those people who are very skeptical about, you know, artificial intelligence. And if you give it too much, it's going to wander off, evolve itself and then create a singularity, which is the last thing. Yeah, basically the Terminator will happen. Um, Do you know, there's also a Beijing robot company called Mm -hmm. singularity, right? You know, I'm not too familiar with what they do now. Yeah. That's yeah. But I I don't know. I, I just think it's nuts. If you, if we let artificial intelligence go willy nilly, every, every, Thing is just going to go like out of whack we really don't know what would happen with it though because it, it's such a broad topic and it's such a hard thing to like actually develop you know yeah that's interesting but it's going to be used in the medical and the industrial fields once it's like at its true potential like that's going to be the first place it's going to be put in and i think the main reason people don't want ai in the medical field where they don't want it doing surgeries is because of the trust issues like people are more likely to trust someone to do a heart surgery on them than a computer but the computer compared to the human could probably do the surgery faster and have more and be more accurate mm-hmm. because the the surgeon they have to calculate it all in their head and what they have to do and such they have to consult with the nurses the computer can do it all at once instantly and just there's pressure on the human yeah. Robots don't feel pressure, I'm guessing. They just follow <laughs> they just follow the instructions they're given. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That is kind of scary. Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, so um one of the things on this podcast is we also like to talk a little more on the controversial side. So one of the things that um, one of the topics that we would like to introduce that's a little more up for discussion is uh, the second amendment. I know there, the movement to bring it down has heated up yeah. immensely during uh, throughout the past several years because of school shootings and people have had enough. Yeah. Um, I have a differing opinion, but I'm, I want to open the floor to you guys. What, so I guess, what is your opinion on the second amendment? Um, I'd say like, um, it's one of those necessary things. Like the, the sole purpose for it that stated many times is that 
the use of the Second Amendment is that if the government or if there was foreign or domestic threats, the purpose for it is that people could defend and create fire squads in order to fight against that threat. And the the context that it was written in is more of for a domestic government, like your yeah, own government. Against tyranny, they're people. Like for, and I'd say yeah. the, the the debate like for more gun control is slowly starting to come to an end right now, especially with all these riots and how the police is with police brutality and stuff. Like people are having enough and people are becoming more open to the issues and with guns. And this year in 2020 alone has had the highest amount of gun and ammo purchase ever. Ammo prices have skyrocketed so much. Ever since quarantine started, gun prices and ammo prices have gone through the roof because there's been millions of purchases each month. Yeah. And now with these riots, these past two months, it's skyrocketed again. So I see, I feel like the debate for gun control is starting to die down because people are realizing that the police can't protect themselves and that the police are causing issues in the community where people don't want to rely on them anymore because of all these events that are happening right now. Right. I'm sure that if Joe Biden becomes president, he wants to, he's going to crash down. He wants to, he wants, he's very anti-gun. I've listened to some of the things he said, but like, I feel like people are realizing like that both candidates are like really trash and people don't want to, don't know who to choose. So even if Joe Biden were to be elected, there would be massive, like, resent to gun control laws if you were to implement any. I also think that the idea of defunding the police Mm -hmm. is, is, I don't want to call it insane, but I don't, I don't think that's the best solution to stop police from committing violence. I don't think it makes sense because like people say they want more well-trained officers that Mm -hmm. have more education and stuff. Yes. But when you take money away from the police, they're going to have less trained officers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the same people say we need to train them better, and then they have no problem with. They should them as well. They should train them better. Okay, so um, David, you mentioned you had a couple thoughts on on the topic. Okay, so like I I understand police are tense during their job or like when they feel a threat, but I don't know. I've shot a gun before. Well, you shot a gun before, right? Yes. It, it, it takes a couple seconds to empty a clip or like, but I, I feel like they should be, I don't think they should empty the whole clip for no reason. And I don't think they should be, especially if their person's turned around or running. Like the, like the person who was killed yesterday, African American, not yesterday, sorry, a couple days ago in Atlanta. The one from in Wendy's? Yeah, the one, the, the, I forgot his name, sorry, but. He he was running. He turned around. Yeah, I, I cops should be trained. This is why we shouldn't defend. Train them to shoot. I, I guess if they really want to shoot, they shoot them in the legs or in the lower body. They're aiming very high, which is why so many deaths occur. There's one thing to know about police sh- training for shooting. They don't train them very well. Yeah. They like once every couple months, they're just required to do a marksmanship test where they just have to hit a paper target at like twenty yards and just hit inside the target. That's why extend the training, extend all those. They they should be aiming if they really need to shoot. If they really need to throw, just shoot for the legs or don't shoot at all. I don't. If I don't see shooting at the legs as a viable option, it's a like, small target. It's hard. Plus, if the hit, person does have a gun, it's he'll harder just to turn hit. And also, like if their leg like becomes amputated because of that, that's a. There, that's a lawsuit right there. Okay, but worse than you lo- losing your life? Because like, because the person's aiming for the chest or head, and it's it's also harder to hit the legs too. Just in general, it's much harder to shoot that. So, so I train them better. So I guess the overall conclusion here is you guys are saying 
we should fund the police training yeah. to be a lot like, more better. I'm, like, well, like, the one thing months. that they need more training in is, like, understanding of the law. Because yeah. I'd say, like, there's many officers that just, like, they react off of their thought process for, like, things that people are doing. Okay. Instead of, like, doing things that, like, are actually against state law or federal law. Yeah, a lot, a lot of cops are, like, super power hungry. Because it's easy to become a cop, genuinely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I don't know. I guess if they're bullied or something, I think a cop gives them a higher position, so they and then they ex- they don't exercise the law properly, which results in stuff like that. So you're saying past experiences might, you know, yeah. That's why training when training training should not be six months. I, like, I mean, you see that in George Floyd. Like yeah. apparently, like they worked together at the nightclub and they had yeah, like some George, dispute. George Floyd's different. Like I like mm-hmm. I said, it takes so little time to empty a clip. But this wasn't obviously a gun. The, he had so much time to reconsider. Yeah, another yeah. cop. And, and okay, so he has you have Stupid. multiple people telling him not. You got the rookie cop. You got multiple people recording, telling, yelling, stop. Mm-hmm. And you, so he has he has he has eight minutes and forty six seconds to. And the main issue, stop. the main issue. That's is, why people are so. Outraged. The main issue is the police officers around him didn't do anything. Yeah, police should be trained to intervene with fights. Like a one analogy I want to make is with street fights, for example. Okay. People think lowly of people who, like, fight in the street, right? But, like, if you've ever seen, like, an actual street fight or one at school, once one guy is, like, really getting beaten, people typically intervene to stop that, right? Yeah. But when it's with police and, like, police beating up people, the other officers don't necessarily intervene. Yeah. So, like, that's just one and I think it's just policy. Because the rookie cop did try to intervene, but, like, since he had, what's the main cop's name? Chauvin? Yeah. Something like that. He has a higher position, so, like, he... He, he just doesn't have to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, they should have, like, the other police officers around him should have yeah. like, pushed him off or something. Yeah. Like, police that, should, be, police should be trained to, like, um, stop other officers from doing certain things, you know? So, would, so, I get, so the main, I mean, that's the main, so, David, back to what you were saying, like, it takes so little time to empty a clip um, from a gun. That's the biggest, that's one of the bigger arguments against guns is, um, because it takes so little time to empty a clip. Um, I don't think, I don't think necessarily that, um, that having a quick time to dispose bullets, uh, is, is the primary problem. It's more on the person, you know, people kill people, uh, not guns. I'm just trying to kind of like, uh, draw the contrast to George Floyd. Cause George Floyd had a lot yeah, of time and let, other cops don't really... Yeah, we let's so, so the other putting, thing is like putting firearms aside, open up the conversation the, for the George people Floyd. who were recording George. Like, it, it sucks yeah. because, like, it's like they can't even do anything to intervene because it, it shows like them, like, like, say someone like tackled the cop yeah. off of um George Floyd's back. Yeah, they, they can't do anything either. So, uh, I don't know, it, it's really complex, and you have to like find out how to you need to find like a way to like loop together how to stop something like this from happening again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the four of us can all agree that um, what happened in that, in that uh, curb is it's terrible. It's a horrible thing. And yeah. probably one of the biggest disgraces in American history in terms of police and uh, public civ- uh, civilian relations. This really puts a dent on that. Yeah. It, it really makes the police look really bad right now. Yeah. Um, and there's also been a huge campaign against, like, mm-hmm. funding the police. It's it's interesting how... all cops are bad. I'm sorry? 
just just people saying all cops are bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's atrocious to think that one that not one, excuse me, not one uh, officer. All these officers that have committed these plenty of officers acts yeah. of brutality yeah. are still are, in service and still getting paid. Not only that, but also making the image for the rest yeah, of yeah. They're generalizing uh, the whole police force. Um. If you're an officer, first and foremost, thank you for your service. I do not have the guts to do what you guys can do. Um, secondly, um, I think generalizing uh, one portion of, uh, I guess, a group of people is probably one of the most dangerous things that we can do uh, in a political sense because yeah, it just yeah. shifts. You can't generalize any – I don't see generalizing a group of people. Like You can't generalize, generalize a race. Yes. That's just being racist. You exactly. can't generalize cops, doctors – you you can't you can't do that. It's it's, it's not just not all right. All you can do is try to like decrease the chances of something like that happening. So funding, funding, and just more training, and just common sense. These cops need to need to, need to be held accountable. I'm sure if like more of them are held accountable, obviously the other cops will see and they won't be um, acting idiots. so like yeah idiotically. But like again, you you can't judge. Yeah, the generalization thing. Like that's a, that's a tip. Like. I, I can imagine that none of the cops want to be on the front lines of the riots, but it's yeah. their job to, to be there. They And they have a family that they have to feed and they have to support. So it's yeah. their job. But the thing is, their image is getting slandered by people who are actually kidding, committing like idiotic events like Chauvin and all the other ones. Like, I don't know. It, it It's a tricky thing. Like the whole cop and public relation it's yeah it's it's definitely damaged and it's even branched out to a much bigger issue it's getting into race now this yeah. this um police brutality has now gone into race and i'm really glad that people started shining the light towards kaepernick because he he to be fair he was one of the people that started this whole mm -hmm. um the discussion he brought a conversation that said yeah i was kind of bold of him very bold his entire career on the line yeah. Which is a noble thing to do. Very noble. Um, I mean, I mean, not many players do that. We also, in the NBA, I'm not sure, David, if you don't keep up with the NBA, do you? No, Le LeBron came and yeah. spoke out. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron's yeah. Like the he's he's Look, very vocal. And yeah, he's Kyrie person. Irving also spoke out. Yeah, LeBron, though? I mean, I don't really like how... I, I can't, I can't, I, I think he's the greatest player of all time. Not a guy, I... I I love watching him and all, but I he's lost he's all credibility for me in terms of politics. Not because yeah. not because of his support for BLM and all these protests. That's great. He's vocal. He's like he's he's using his platform. Yes. So, uh, let me go chron chronological. Two years ago, well, the Fox News reporter Laura Ingram, I remember, and I think you know what I'm talking about, right? When she said "shut up and dribble." Yes. Yeah. She can't. She can't do that. He's a grown man. He has a platform. He has. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah. So that was wrong, to Laura Ingram. But a couple months ago, when that Rockets GM was a Rockets GM, when he um, Daryl Morey, yeah, yeah, that's the name. He he supported the Hong Kong protesters, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then LeBron then came out. Came, LeBron came out, and uh, so China pulled out of the NBA because yeah. the NBA had billions of dollars in China. Mm -hmm. And LeBron came out and said, because he's like the spokesperson, right? Everyone listens he, to him. Well, he the, he's the face. He's the face, he's he the face of the China. Yeah. And he said he basically said um, the. Rockets GM doesn't know what he's talking about. So just, I don't know. If you support democracy, you support those Hong Kong protesters. You're against the CCP, Chinese Communist government. So when he, like, 
He practically defended the Chinese government. And no, I think what he said is like, I think what he said is like, I don't have enough information on this, and I no, can't he said he said Daryl uh, doesn't have enough info. Oh. Like, not the, well, uh, so he goes from um, the sh- shut up and dribble campaign to like I have a voice, which he does. He he has everyone to, but he he basically defended China because he has money invested. Right? His shoes are made there, Nike's there. NBA is there, and he's a spokesperson. He basically defended China, and he completely lost all credibility for me in terms of politics in that eye. Because you, you can't in that regard, do, at least, yeah, you can't flip yeah. flop like that. Just especially because there's so much. He did it for the money, basically. Did you did money. you hear what LeBron said about Bill Clinton, though? Yeah, he said he's one of the he's, he's he the first he's like, black president. He's the first right? black president. I thought that's like so contradictory yeah, because like it. The reason why that's a contradiction is like him calling Bill Clinton the first black president is because it doesn't make sense because Bill Clinton has passed laws such as the crime bill that have led to the most incarceration of black people in America. And he's also, there's a few times where I think like, I'm not too sure on this, like this is debatable, but there are times like people are accusing Bill Clinton of being racist and such towards black people. Mm -hmm. And it's just very interesting how LeBron said, I think, uh, Bill Clinton is the first black president, even though there's so many of these contradicted contradictions. And there's just one trend that happens a lot with celebrities, and I never really understood this, but a lot of them tend to side with the Democratic Party. Like, I don't know many celebrities that side with conservatism or the Republican Party, but I think it's a very, like, it's it's easy to see that a lot of them are siding with the Democratic Party, and I've never quite understood why that is. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I could probably tell you after that. Yeah, I mean, um, I could definitely name a couple. Um, I mean, I can name a couple athletes mm-hmm. that are conservative. Number one, starting with Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, he had a he had a clip where he had a MAGA hat on, but, um, you know, he shouldn't be. He, I don't think he should be slandered. He still has a voice. He still has an opinion, yes, just like LeBron, just like Kyrie Irving. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone has a platform. Everyone uses it to voice their own opinion. I don't think that that shouldn't be there. Sh- that shouldn't be wrong. You know, if you voice out your opinion, that's the, that's what this country is made for. You know, the first yeah. amendment, you know, you know, say what you want. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's what's so great about this country is that you can talk ill about the president and not get like any repercussions over it. Like yeah. you could in like, Middle Eastern countries. Well, there are repercussions. Like, you have the freedom to say whatever you want, but you don't yes. have the freedom to, like, protect yourself against people's responses to what you said. Yes. Well, right. Right. And in a more... To clarify, yes, you're right. Uh, like I said, that China thing... Can't... That China thing broke broke <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, that, that broke me. Because, you know, China... The go- I'm not saying... China, I got nothing against Chinese people. I'm sure a lot of them hate the CCP. They just can't mm-hmm. vocally say it. Because, you know... He disappear, and I, like how how could he defend China like that? Just because there's money, then there's camps over there, like labor camps. They have millions of Muslims just post up. It's a, it's yeah, a humanitarian it's, it's... crisis. He doesn't acknowledge it. He basically called the GM stupid because he lost money. He's like he's like I have that. He said something about he doesn't know the repercussions of like for money. Like you can't do that. And yeah. where I don't know. Yeah, yeah, to put to put money in front of humanitarian efforts mm-hmm. is is definitely not a not a good look. I think the three. I think we can agree that um, you know putting money before a human being is is wrong. Yes, I I can I can like 
Sure, he doesn't even that. know about that. Maybe he does, but if he does, he won't even say anything because, you know, there's so much money involved. Another notable, um, I guess, highlight in the news right now is Chaz. C-H-A-Z. Yeah. The uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Yes. So uh, for those of you who were out of the loop, um, in Seattle there's a six-block uh, radius where a bunch of people just decided to close down uh, mm-hmm. the police precinct, precinct yeah. there. and It's kind of like it's technically not the United States. It's like its own district, basically. Mm-hmm. There's no like U.S. government assets in that area at all. It's completely ran by this one game. This one guy named Raz, I think, but he's he's a SoundCloud rapper or something. He's he's apparently the warlord in the area, and he walks around with the AK-47 and like he's been just controlling the area. And what's funny is like they invited all the homeless people into Chaz, and they ran out of food already. And right now they're they're trying to plant new food. And I what's really funny is that I saw this picture on Instagram. I I'm pretty sh- I'm not too sure on how accurate it was, but. People were saying this is actually from Chaz. And it had a it had a sign that said, "This garden is only for black people." <laughs> I thought it was super funny because it just sounds like segregation, but with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know where you got that. What do you, what do you think the government should do? It's getting for Chaz. I, little media attention, as critical as it is, it's getting little media attention. Yeah, I th- I think um, if I were president. I don't know, like, it seems like I don't like to go authoritarian because that's just not how you lead a country, but, I mean, come on, this is... What, you think they should go in there with guns blazing, huh? No, not gun, guns blazing, but I do think that... They should walk in and be like, I don't think they're... Because they, Chaz is armed. They I don't, walk around with guns themselves. Too. I don't think yes. it's, like, very violent in Chaz. Like, I haven't heard much about brutality. No, the, the rape, rape, rape is up. Um, oh, it's cl- gone up? Rape is up. There's hella stealing. People who are just like were living there in the first place, they've been robbed. People who are in mm-hmm. that radius, or so you're just trying to stay at home, they've been robbed. Like all crime is up in the area. I think what's more funny about Chaz is how like they're claiming how it's like a communist area. It's not really anarchist, but it's more considered communist because like one guy's ruling it. And I, I just see it as like oh, one of those experiments with like trying to create your own district. Oh, like a social experiment sort of thing. Yeah, it's, I see it as a social experiment. I'm really interested. I don't want the government or police or anything to try to intervene. I just want it to play out. Let them I, yeah, I want to let them too. have their little district and see where it goes. You know, like, are they going to try to expand their territory? Are they going to import goods from outside? Or like, or is everybody just going to go crazy and just start killing each other? I, I really want to know what's going to happen. I... So I agree on the notion that Chaz is most likely going to collapse because that just that's just insane. Like you're creating your own little country inside the United States, one of the best economies out there, not only economically but we're also like number 1 in terms of like military. military. No, it's the, the like, thing, the, we're not saying obviously the US can take him down. Like the government can take it. They've taken right. the whole countries, it's, but it's just yeah. like a politi- it's, it's a political stance. It's not like they're not looking to. I don't think nobody's taking them seriously. They, they don't. They don't yeah. want war. They just want to make a political stance. Yeah, that's what I see it as. I I just think that doing it this way is very. 
I'm going to say it, but it's, it's very ignorant to do this. And it's not very civil either. It's just, yeah. you know, if you actually sit down and like talk like a human being without guns and violence and all these things, I think you're more likely to accomplish like astronomically more mm-hmm. than if you sit down with like an AK 47 or like whatever yeah. weapon and just like, yeah, rules you know, area. Exactly. Conversation is always number one. What, yeah. do you th- what do you think about people defending riders? I mean, we had an episode on that. Um, watch episode four if you guys didn't uh, have the chance. But um, I thought I thought uh, it was I thought it wasn't a good idea to defend riders. Yeah, to be de- very de- to to Definitely be very direct. Maybe, I don't yeah. think. Defending the rioters is, is, is to me is mind boggling because you're basically defending robbery. You're defending burglary. Yeah. Forget that it's illegal. Forget that arson is a felony. Theft is a felony. When did it become morally justified to steal and light things on fire? Like these are the things that our parents taught us as kids. Or just like a mm-hmm. common social norm. Don't burn things. Don't steal things. Exactly. Don't damage yeah. things. Don't vandalize. And what happened to be good to thy neighbor? I mean, <laughs> bringing, if anyone needs Jesus, <laughs> the, the late night podcast got you. But dude, that, I don't know. I just think that it's, it's, it's laughable to say that we need these riots because it says something. It doesn't, yeah. s- you're Don't not, you, you uh, divide or like not divide, distinguish, distinguish between mm-hmm. rioters and protesters. Protesting are the, are the real lifesavers. It's completely fine. People are saying yes. like, people have like gone out, people have like blended the uh, protesters and uh, the rioters, the rioters together. Protesting is a, is part of our, part yeah. of our amendments. It's totally fine. You're peaceful. Even our school. It was led by a senior that graduated. It was incredibly mm-hmm. peaceful. A bunch of administrators came out, teachers, a bunch of students. It was incredibly peaceful. That's that's great. Good. It made yeah, a that's, stance. That's, that's perfect. It's incredible. Yeah. But, but rioting, you, can, you can't defend rioting. I'm sorry. Yeah, like if some of the students... Because I've seen people defend rioting that I know. I can never see... I, I can't see... The problem with the riots is like people aren't really affiliated with the protests. They're just taking opportunity of the chaos and with the absence mm-hmm. of police, you know? Because the police right now are busy worrying about the protesters while, like, the businesses don't really have... You can't get much response time from the police. And I've actually seen people say, like, how they try to call the police right now and how the the operator just says, sorry, our forces yeah, are... Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. I have not They're not taking calls. And response times are way up. So it takes longer for the police to show up, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, I mean... I mean, I think this this... The voice of defending George Floyd has totally been misconstrued and Even somehow George twisted. George Floyd's own family said, "This is not what we want him to remember. This is yeah. we're against this." But His, people have pushed think, it so far that you're not stealing shoes from a store because you're angry because of George Floyd. You're stealing shoes because you want shoes. You're stealing yeah, a TV because yeah. you want a TV. You're not you're not doing it for George Floyd. That's not for George Floyd. They're, they're stealing cars from dealerships now. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, that's nuts. I mean. I, I remember I remember seeing a post on Instagram mm-hmm. saying that George Floyd's own brother, his his biological brother, not Stephen mm-hmm. Jackson, I saw that. I saw 
uh, spoke up and said, please stop rioting. This is not what we want. We just wanted a voice for George and, uh, and to make And a bunch of cops died. A bunch of people true. died. More people died uh, mm-hmm. than like a year of police brutality. Or like just on killing of unarmed people. Like, yeah. And the media, which this sucks. I hate this a lot. They haven't reported on cops who've died. Or other people who have died. They just haven't reported on it. Yeah, they're not really talking much. Like an old cop, that. David David Dorn, I think that's his name. He's like, he was like 70-something years old. He was a retired cop. He was literally just standing outside his friend's store. And they tried to take a TV. And he tried to def- he tried to take the TV back. And they literally just shot him. They and shot the 70-year-old. In the, in the head. And, and look, Twitter has no filter. If you have Twitter, I don't know. It's a dangerous place. There, there's no filter. Instagram and Snapchat, they have filters. But Twitter, you can post out pretty much anything. And it's fine. And I, like, unfortunately, I happened to stumble across the video where they found the guy a couple hours, not a couple, a couple minutes later. He was all, he's like in a pool of his own blood. It was really, gruesome. really terrible. That's gruesome. I, I, yeah. And I had to watch that video. They just left him because of a freaking TV. Imagine that. They took, they took his life. It was really sad. It's, and the media did not report on it. Or at least the left-wing media didn't. Because it goes against the narrative. I, it was terrible. I... I totally agree. It is, it is, it's a really bad thing to disregard human life like that over something materialistic. Mm -hmm. Um, Every place has its own agenda. There's, there's just nothing you can do to change it, to be honest. Like we can, like even something as small as this podcast to vocalize how bad police brutality is and how we want equality for everyone, but how there is also another side it's it's an agenda that we want. We we want equal voices, and we want a lot of um, diversity on our, I guess, this media um, stream. But in terms of like CNN, Fox, the agenda is very clear. We we can see on what they're reporting, why they're reporting. Yeah, you know, and it's not just it's not just CNN. It's it's also Fox. Fox is we know is conservative. CNN we know is liberal, and you know. It's it's very all over the place, which is why I listen to Associated Press. It's not a sponsorship, but if you guys do decide to sponsor us, please reach out. <laughs> no, but um, Trump's definitely not handled it well, in my opinion. No, yeah, he hasn't. He, he's fueled a lot of it, but a lot, a lot of his comments have also been skewed. Don't get me wrong, a lot of this stuff fueled the fire, but a lot of them skewed by the media. For instance, I've seen people post about this, talk about this. That tweet about thugs, or was it was it his speech? I don't know. I forgot. But he called a lot of the people. He didn't, he didn't generalize the protesters. He said protesters, and he went on and said he called some of the people in uh, Minneapolis thugs. That's wrong. It's not wrong. Can you look up, can you look up the word thugs for me? Wait, 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 wait. So which, <clears throat> you said people in Minneapolis. Are, are, is he talking about protesters or rioters? Rioters. Okay, thank you. So in that case, yes, I will agree. He said thugs, right? Okay. And if you can you look up the word thugs? Just straight up define it. You could have asked Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Alexa, define thug. Thug is usually defined as a cruel or vicious ruffian, robber, or murderer. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for thug. Okay, strong no, defi- we're good. That's a we're strong good. definition. It's a bit it's a bit strong, but no. People were associating it with race. Which made no sense. They connected it to African Americans. And for me, if, if someone says call someone else a thug, I don't think of race. I think of someone who's violent 
or is being chaotic, stuff like that. I don't. There's no thought of race, but people are calling calling him race, bringing race into it, saying he's calling African Americans. I think it's racist. very easy for people to misinterpret Trump just because of like. But I don't. I don't think race should be the first thing that pops into your head if someone says thug. Yeah, but like you understand, people like misinterpret what he says because like people don't take time or use the thought process to actually understand what the context is. You mm-hmm. know. No, and, and to continue for like to continue. They compared it with the tweet, with the protest in Michigan, because there was a protest in Michigan. I don't, I don't know if it was for George Floyd, but it was no, I think it was for, or maybe it was for Corona. But it was a tweet from the past, and he called them very nice people. And then they, they compared these two tweets, and they said it's because these people were white. He didn't call them thugs, but they, they of course they didn't do research. But when you do research, you realize that this protest was incredibly peaceful. But these people in Michigan, they were armed to the teeth. They're incredibly armed. If you associate open carry with danger or like people are thugs, I I disagree with that. What do you What do you think, Will? Well, like someone open carrying. Well, like we've seen a few protests a while back, like with people open carrying and protests against quarantine. I mean, like me personally, armed protests are always, almost always, going to be more peaceful. Yeah. Than other protests. That's why he didn't call people, them thugs and people got mad. People don't. People always affiliate guns with violence, mm-hmm. but like most armed protests are not violent. Actually, almost they actually de-escalate the violence because yeah. police are far less likely to actually try to start things with armed protesters because they they know like they're armed and they're they know like they're at risk if they were to try something with armed protesters and. One thing about armed protesters, like people affiliating them with terrorism or not, like I don't see it as that. People don't carry the guns because they're ready to go to work. They're carrying it to make a statement, to make a statement of that they're exercising their rights and that they will exercise their rights in order to fulfill their political agenda. It's more of a statement more than like they're willing to take action. And like most of those people open carrying weapons, if things were to go wrong, they wouldn't use them or actually try to fight. It's just there to make a statement and yeah. it does make the statement because because like it makes politicians scared you know and it doesn't make them thugs either if they're peaceful it doesn't make them thugs and that people draw drew that comparison and it made no sense to me mm-hmm. i completely zoned out i'm sorry um but i did i did tune in to what you guys said um I, I, I think that reaction that Will mentioned was actually really interesting, how police are willing to back up from uh, from armed protesters because they know if they're going to try something, mm-hmm. you know, something will escalate. So yeah. police back up from it. That's that's an interesting notion because um, whenever people whenever people associate guns, they associate it with danger. Yeah. And, um, you know, I guess I guess this is just one example of how having a a firearm actually sort of de-escalated violence. No, yes. that's why it's a false mindset Some a lot of the time. Guns can make it safer. They intimidate people who want to commit crime because they don't want to do anything on armed protesters. Because yeah. mm-hmm. why I support guns, armed teachers. I'm not saying all they are all the teachers. No, 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 not at all, but some of them. If they choose, if they want to, they should have the choice and be able to do Yeah, it. They, they can definitely have the choice. Just keep one in a obviously incredibly safe compartment if anything happens i mean we have a training every couple months and a couple of the teachers if they're armed they can protect their classroom 
and it'll decrease a sh the decrease amount. Because average, what, it takes like five minutes before... Five well, to ten minutes for five police to ten. response. Yeah. And in that five minutes, the, a school shooter can kill so many people. And if a teacher pops out of a hallway and kills a... Or, I don't know, wounds... But you know they're teachers, and like, most people don't realize this, but when you have a gun, you're so... It's not just there just to have it, like, and use it at the last minute. You're so, you're entitled to train with it. Like, yeah. you have to go yeah. out and use it There's so you too. can get familiar with your weapon in case you were to have to use it. Because if you're untrained and you have a gun, like, it's it's really, it's you're going to be at such a disadvantage compared to the guy who is trained and knows how to use it. So, like, that's just one thing to know. And I don't think there should be mandatory training when you go to buy a gun. I think that's unnecessary. But people should be entitled to go out and spend money on ammo and classes to train with their gun. So wait, I want to rewind a bit. What did what what did you say about the uh, the trained classes? Like so, like I know a lot of like um, people who are against firearms and stuff. They they say like, oh, you need to go get this license, that license, this paperwork, and that. They right. want it. I don't. I see that as unnecessary because I just I see it as like you're basically creating barriers and boundaries from preventing people to get a gun and like spending money on licensing and paperwork costs a lot of money and some people are don't have that budget and you're you're sort of limiting the second amendment to people who are lower class and you're discouraging them saying like oh you need to go out get this license that license and this training but what i'm trying to say is like if you're going to buy a gun and you're planning to use it you should be entitled to train on your own. You should be responsible for your own practice and use of it, and you should be familiar with the gun that you get. What do you recommend? What I recommend is, like, right after you get a gun, you should, like, watch videos on how it's used, like, how people disassemble it and how people shoot it and store it. That's so how I often do you recommend training? Right, which is what I was going to ask. How do, you, how do you think that people would get monitored uh, if to get their training? Well, like, no, I don't, I don't think they should be monitored or, like, it should be mandatory, but I'm saying people should be entitled to. Like, you should go to the shooting range, like, once every couple weeks or so and just be able to hit the target with both eyes open. You should be able to reload your weapon in case you were to run out of ammo in a fight. And you should also be able to, like, know what to do in case your gun were to jam, you know? So, so... Just basic full awareness of yeah, how a firearm works. Makes, practice makes perfect. Awareness of how your weapon works. Because if you just have a gun and you've never shot it and then someone breaks into your house and you try to use it, it's going to be very, very bad for you. Like, you're going to have issues. You're going to be under pressure, too. Yeah, yeah. It's just not going to be good for you. Which, okay. is why, which is why I say you should be entitled to train. Right. On your own time. Yeah. Okay. Because there's, there's, there's rights and there's responsibilities. You have a right to own a gun, but it's your responsibility to be proficient with it and to be safe with it. That's what people don't realize. That's a, yeah, that's a very good way of putting it, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think uh, people tend to separate responsibility and yeah. uh, a right and sort of just mm -hmm. like distinguish them. And obviously strength and back background checks. Yeah, strength and back. We don't want um, people with any sort of um, prolonging mental illnesses to get a firearm, that's going to cause a lot of problems. Yes. But um, we are very hot on the Second Amendment topic right now. This is a very, very spicy sort of like talk we're yeah. having. Um, so, I mean, like... So, are you for it? I know you're above the age, right? To get a gun? To get to get a gun? I do think it... Uh, a, it's 18, right, Will? 
Um, yeah, 18 for shotguns and rifles and 21 for pistols. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, um, unfortunately, our guest has to go. Will, thank you so much for yeah. uh, being with us. Um, hope you've had a nice time at our podcast. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Alrighty, so Will is gone. So, David, how, how have you been? How's everything? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been good. Life's good, you know what I mean? Mr. Drake. Life's good, you know, um, summer's moving fast. That's future, by the way, it's not Drake who says that. Just says like what? Life's good, you know what I mean? Like, Got your rave on his own. But no, that's future, it's not Drake. But go on. Oh yeah, Slunchrop's gay now. <laughs> Was he? I didn't, I didn't even know that. Did you suspect anything? From watching as a child, did you ever think he was? Yeah, Not really. Yeah, planned, this was ever planned out. I didn't think it was because as a kid, I would watch SpongeBob and I would just take it in like he's just hanging out with his friend Patrick and his next door neighbor who passionately hates him and resents him, Squidward. And he works at the Krabby Patty. And then, dude, Krabby he got, Patty? Uh, uh, the Krusty Krab, excuse <laughs> me. He works, he works at the Krusty Krab. But um, he he married Sandy, so I was like, I think that's just one episode. I don't think it coincides. And no, it didn't like go any longer, right? No. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he was. No, I'm saying you think this is planned, or you think this is just for political correctness, dude? I don't know. What do you think? <sighs> I mean, like I said, I don't know because, like, and one side you could argue that this might be for. A political agenda the other side it might be like yeah we we sort of planned this out like the creator of spongebob could have, he's dead now but rest in peace but he could have also said like you know this that was the whole intent for spongebob he, it, he by the way spongebob was uh planned to be an adult show well apparently <laughs> i don't have a problem same that they came that they made him but I, I just don't understand why they said it now. Like, the show's been finished for four they, years. They almost release, four years. They still release episodes, don't they? No, it's it's done. I'm sure. sure it's done. Yeah, it's been... I believe it's been canceled for... Since 2016. No. Let me search it up. Is Spongebob... No, but I don't understand why they had to do it. I don't have a problem with it, but I don't know why they had to it's do it. It's Pride Month. They released it then. Okay. You don't see, like, Beast Boy coming out as gay. Like, I, 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 I just don't understand, like, why they had to do it. What do you think? What's your opinions on it? I don't know. I think it's uh, uh, not a political movie. That's not a good way to phrase it. Maybe... It's a form of... It might be like a, mar like a marketing reason. tactic. No, I think it'll... I think it hurts the market for them. Less people, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's unnecessary. Yeah, I, it I, unnecessary. I, don't, I, I don't know why they did it. Um, they never delved deep into anyone's orientation before. So, And it's a kid's show. It's mm -hmm. a kid's show. No, they push it onto kids. Which I don't like. The uh, the show isn't canceled. Yeah, so. I told you, see? Well, I, I read, I, th I had thought uh, the show had been canceled because they sold their, 
I don't know. They sold like a, they had a, like a contract with some streaming network to release episodes. And that's what I, that's what I read somewhere. I don't remember where, but um, yeah, I don't know why they do. Why, why are you pushing it onto kids? doesn't make I sense. Know, I don't watch it anymore. It still was good back in the day. Yeah. It still was good. The, the episodes, episodes. W- they were very lit. <laughs> don't look at me like I'm, <laughs> like I'm crazy. That. Yes, the host is uh, uh, the same. What did Kobe Bryant say to Kanye? But are you the same beast, but a different animal? Some along that lines. What? (laughs) (laughs) Kobe said that to who? Kanye in a commercial. Like, like, like are you a different animal, but the same beast? Oh, I remember that. And then Kanye's like. What the fuck are you talking about, Kobe Bryant? And then he's like, you're welcome. I remember that. What was that commercial for? I have no idea. I think it was for one of Kobe's shoes. But sometimes I think about those things and I'm like, man, I wish he was still alive. Well, wait, Chris. Yeah. So you're what? How old are you right now? 19? Yes. Almost 20? Yeah. Two months from. You can both? Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) You you want to publicly share? Do Do you publicly like to share? I know it's your first time voting. Are you? I actually don't want to share. No, I, um, That's a comment. Well, I prefer, I prefer not sharing because I do believe in everyone in a voter's right to privacy. Mm-hmm. I'm very big on privacy, so I, I I prefer not to share. Doesn't mean that I'm voting for Trump, or doesn't even mean I'm voting for Biden. The um, recent polls are showing Biden ahead. Biden ahead. Well, I what mean, do you think about that? I don't think he's gonna win. I mean, you could take it from you could slice it in different directions, man. To be honest, like they're both bad people. Not bad people, but both of them don't have a solid. Both of them don't have a solid agenda. And if it were up to me, I wouldn't vote. But that would be a U.S. citizen putting his rights to waste. Um, I very much do believe that everyone should vote. If you do vote, please do your research. Don't vote just because of the name. Uh, please research, you know, I'm not a fan of either candidate, so I don't even know if I will show up, but, um, I mean, I voted back in the 2016, prim- 2018 primaries. For the Congress? For, uh, governor, govern, governor, governor of the CA, and I, um... Yeah, so I showed up then, but as far as presidentially, there hasn't been a candidate because. Okay, let me make myself clear. I'm an, it's turned into I'm a mudsliding. It, like, it is. Like a... So I'm an independent. I don't like uh, left or right. Um, there hasn't been a candidate that that I that I've been like, oh my god, yes, you have my vote. No, because. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, the political climate in America right now is so polarized that I just don't want to affiliate politically. Like the only politics I'll do is if it's making fun of it. And then I'll watch South Park because they do the best in that. Uh, I know Biden's winning in the polls, but, you know, 2016 Hillary had like well, a 95%. I mean, majority of, I don't think Biden is going to win. Majority of the media. I think it's, it's like 90-something. Like it's 90-something percent of the media is very liberal, so of course they would. 
Oh, yeah, just like your sample size could be biased. Well, I mean, it depends because, like, uh, media nowadays is very left. So, uh, of course, everyone... Well, it depends where you go. I I don't think it's very left. I think it's very biased. Yes, Wherever you look, it's a very... It's it's, it's mostly left, though. It's controlled. It's good. Like, you would think um, it's balanced. You would think, okay, you got CNN, you got Fox. Those are the first two that popped into your mind. The ones that basically... I mean... MSNBC, left. ABC, left. Besides Fox, is there any right wing? Um, I believe the... The The Daily Wire. (laughs) Um, no, but as popular as as MSNBC yeah, or ABC, the Washington Post, or the Washington Post, Post. Oh, the Washington yeah, Post no, left. that's what I'm other saying. left. Oh, I mean, um, the Chicago Tribune I know is right, uh, conservatively based. New York Times is left. New York Times. Like, the the, I mean, yeah, but um, I I don't know. I just don't think it's fair that uh, this influx of media politically is fair i i think we should have a society where both voices are equally equally voiced out because both right both sides are right both sides are also very wrong um but i mean they're the way that i see it is that they're hyping up joe biden the rapper joe Biden. there i can't think of many reasons to vote for joe biden besides i you oppose trump that's what it's become, though. It anyone, has, anyone but Trump. It's either you are for the orange man or you're against the orange man. Mr. Orange. That, that's really what it's come down to. I mean, I've, I've initially I've wanted, I've wanted to vote for Biden, but I've also wanted to vote for Trump, and I, I disregarded both thoughts because one, I don't like either of them. Two, you both of their agendas. You got some reasons. Yes, because both of their agendas do not align with what I foresee so for America. Policy? It's policy, it's agenda, but also, I mean, their moral compass. No, dude. Are, yeah, no. Both of them have like personal issues. They that, exactly. Like, That's why, like, Joe Biden doesn't have to make out with every single one of his like family members. <laughs> but then again, like, I think the way that Trump like vocalizes his opinions are a little too... He's, he's, where he got, he's had some outrageous things. Not, a lot of the, his ego is pretty big. They both have like really, really big like problems. And people yeah. are denying that Joe Biden is suffering from cognitive mm. issues. It's, it, you I, cannot deny it. I can't. I can't speak on that because I didn't do the research. I'm the type of guy that seen says, the videos. There's though? too many videos. Dude. Dude, you seen the I, videos? I haven't seen the videos, but I also okay, haven't. Think about it this way: He's 78 years old, oh and the and the U.S. president, like the world's most stressful job, in my opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I don't get into politics. <laughs> I genuinely hate politics. And they, they want him. He's 78 years old. 79, actually. Okay. And they want to make him president. Dude, so what? They better get. So what they better get our country. They better get a huge team around him. But even then, okay, I can I can see where I came off crazy at one point (laughs) because, yes, we we are deciding the leader of our country, but dude, I there is no one good. There is no good candidate that says I want this, this, and this because I believe in this. There is no consistency with either candidate. Both candidates have like personally have had flaws and, you know, I mean, let me, I want to be honest here. Joe Biden and Trump are both not the cleanest human beings. Like they both got dirt. 
Okay, Trump is not very political. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff that says Joe Biden isn't fit for president just because he's a very old man and he will experience difficulties. I understand this. But I mean, you can't you can't just like throw these two at me and, and expect me to like pull one out of, you know, out of the other. I might just not show up and vote. Will I be wasting my right? Yes, I will. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to contribute in an election where I'm not given the best option. I'll have, I mean, I'll have to work with what I have, but I'm, I'm sorry. It's so just... I, I disagree completely with Bernie, his policies completely. But in essence, I think he's a good man. Like, he has good intentions. Yes, I agree. Right? I don't feel the same about Joe Biden or Trump. I think, I mean, no, Trump. Trump's done well. Not necessarily done bad. He's done. He's done pretty well before Corona and everything. Yes. But I, I think Joe. I think Bernie was a good. He's a good guy. But like. I wanted. I've actually back in high school. I wanted to vote for Bernie. To me, it seemed like but, the Democrats took the rug from right under his feet because they did because they knew he wouldn't win. So I, they they kind of rigged it because I I think he had a good chance. I thought I don't know like I took an economics class and I was like huh this is why some of Bernie's policies won't work, because I, I took I took basic basic economics yeah, and it was his, like but his moral compass wasn't like his moral compass dude you can you know it's 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 really crazy because you know that these that this one guy is a good guy like dude if if Bernie was given to me. Like, I, I probably have, like, a better chance of voting for him. Because cause I like his morals. So much I still, so... I still don't vote solely on morals. Obviously, it's a ob- hard... Right, obviously. It's it's a feelings game. But really? uh, I don't because know. I, I feel like morals aren't that important. They I aren't. Mean, they, they are, kind of. But at the end of the day, it's not like you're meeting him. It's not like you're talking to yeah. him every day. Yeah, he's not he's not the Lord and Savior or anything. It's as, just Bernie, as a, as a person, he seems like his policies surround this, like... Very good moral compass, and, and he doesn't have I much mean, dirt on it. Like, yeah, no, exactly. There's no dirt on him that there's, I can recall. Yeah, so I mean, uh, if if only he knew basic economics and why <laughs> stuff doesn't work like yeah. he would like. Agreed, I, I would I mean, vote for it. I would read headlines like Bernie's two trillion dollar free college plan. Yeah, you read two read the words two trillion and. Free in the same sense. It's like that. That's sense. that's yeah. That doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Anyway, so election year is coming. Don't do forget. You, wait, what do you feel about Trump? In what regard? Yeah, like. No, his moral. Not his moral. His moral. Like I said, he's not the best speaker because he's not. He wasn't a politician. I guess. He he isn't a good speaker. His history is like screwed oh. very scandalous yeah because he's like that involvement in hollywood and stuff and he had like such a party induced life oh man i i i don't know both candidates don't but policy wise pol- what do you think policy wise i mean i have a different agenda than some of what trump says like um i don't know like some of the things that his admin has done it like Putting the kids and separating them from their parents and like. You want to hear? You want to hear a fact? Uh, give me, give me a sec. Um, I, I, okay. Oh, okay. Like that, just that headline, like without doing any research and hearing that headline is just like it's heartbreaking for the kid. 
Anyway, but um, what, what's that? What's the fact that you? Fact. When do you think the, you know those images, those terrible images of cages? Yes. Of kids and stuff. When do you think those cages were built? Uh, during the Obama administration. Yeah. Two thousand twelve. Yeah. So what's the point of pinning it on Trump? You never. If they never I mean, pinned it on Obama. Why would they pin it on Trump? Either you pin it on both, which I'm totally fine with, because it is. Uh, morally it's, unjustified, yeah. right? Either you pin it on both, the, or you don't pin it on any because they didn't pin it on Obama, but they're using it as like a tool against Trump. Uh, I think this is sort of like a you, you, you and me sort of thing because you and I talk a little more politics than you and like Peter. But um, the only thing, the only thing I'm trying to say is, if if you're someone who who ident politically identifies as a Democrat, the only thing I want from you is consistency. If yeah. I have a debate Thank with you. you, please be consistent. Because if you're not going to be consistent, I cannot debate with you. I think that other people who would also like to talk to you about various other topics feel the same. You can't. I mean, when I mean consistent, you can't brush off topics. You can't ignore certain facts like. You have to take the whole picture into account. You know, A happened, B happened, C happened. You know, there were bad times in Trump's uh, time as president. Yes, but there was also bad times in Obama's. Did they both have their ups? Yes. Did they both have their downs? Of course. Uh, but that's the same with every president. Can we still talk about it and remain friends, even if we disagree? I'm sorry? It's <laughs> a rhetorical question. Yeah. Saying yes. Oh. No. We, as long as even if we disagree, because what well, what was the question? Is what I'm trying to ask. Can we talk about stuff and disagree and still remain friends? Dude, of course. Exactly, but that's some people. That's don't do that. That's though. that's this thing called freedom of speech and respecting another person's. Like, dude, there are so many things. Like this generation, I I feel like we as people have forgotten these basic rules that we were taught as kids: respect others, even though they have a different opinion. Uh, listen to other people out dude it's, it's 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 very frustrating to maintain a society where everyone tolerates everyone else's opinions when you know the other group is labeled as animals and savages and whatnot you know everyone has an opinion everyone is entitled and you know not everyone is a bad human being there are really bad humans out there they're pieces of shit out there yes but i mean let's be honest uh, you could say the same thing for the other side. Both sides are equally dirty and also equally clean. Yeah. Agreed. What do you think, Peter? About what specifically? I don't know. Just Trump and Biden? Or the whole U.S. political system or whatever. Dude, it's a lot to wrap around. Um, it's a very broad topic. I just think that the the way that the country is right now, like we're so split up politically, mm -hmm. like, and it's not even like, like it's taken to an extreme. Yeah. And I, I'm I understand if you're prideful, yes. in what you believe, I have no problem in that. But if you're gonna slander the other side and you're like gonna cut connections with them, like I, I don't think that's that's necessary. Like just have like a civil debate and a discussion. Even if it doesn't progress, okay, not, you can still talk about other stuff. I, I have friends that 
are disagree with me. I still remain friends with them. We talk about other stuff. Yeah, I mean, like just, one, just disagree. one. It's not a big deal. You don't need just to agree like, to disagree. Yeah, right? I mean, one big example is b- between me and David, for instance, is that we love basketball. We talk about who's the greatest of all time, LeBron or Michael Jordan. And, you know, it's, it's funny now and it's a little cringe, but I mean, all our friends know and all our friends are like, you know, do the debate because it's fun. But I mean, we we hear each other out. We give each other our viewpoints. We accept him and we walk along. We don't I don't hate David just because he likes LeBron. I like LeBron, but he's not better than Michael Jordan. And uh, David thinks differently, contrarily to that. I'm pretty sure I said that right, or I used that word correctly. Contrarily, is that a word? I don't I, think that's I a word. I don't think so, but you know what? I'm rolling with it. Did you say vice versa. Sure. <laughs> anyway, so that is, if, I think that's the worst thing plaguing our country right now. Not being able to have, have a civil discussion. discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. without discussion, you can't move forward. There's no progress being made. It's just you, what you think, and then the other person, what they think. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's, without discussion, there's no mediator. Like you can't come to an understanding for each other. There has to be a mediator. There, oh, there well, has to be. There isn't right now. There has to be someone that says, yes, you are right, but, and the same to the other person. That's what I think. I think that, Everyone should have should agree with both sides. Like you, you can you would have to admit some faults, but also accomplish it. accomplishments. Mm, yeah, no, agreed. Yeah. Anyway, so that has been our episode. Very loaded. Very, I would say, different from what we've had um, usually. Um, David, where can I find you? Um, at at David dot uh, Alrighty, on Instagram. Do you have a or you don't wish to? No, share Twitter. It? Twitter is um, off limits. Yeah. Alrighty, <laughs> and Peter, where can I find you? Uh, Peter dot on Instagram. Alrighty, and you can find me, Chris at Chris dot on Instagram and Chris Devletian on Twitter. Um. Also, follow the Late Night Podcast on Instagram. We finally made the account. Yes, we finally made the account. If you guys are listening and you disagree and you want us, you want to call us like something like really bad because we discussion. Yeah, we would love friendly. It's summer, so much free time. It's a friendly discussion with the lads. Yeah, we we would love to have you on the show, and we would love for you to voice your opinion or your. or your perspective. Debate. Yeah. In that case, um, we're locking off. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we hope you guys have an awesome, awesome rest of your days. Bye-bye.